This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated. Wanna learn how to close deals? Wanna learn how to sell more? That's what we're here for at Sales Genius. Let's go. Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on the War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, step in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Shall we play a game? Welcome everybody to War Game Wednesday. Thank you for plugging in today. I'm very excited. And the reason I'm excited today is because of our special guest. And with our guest, let me pull my notes because I do not want to mess this up because I am completely impressed in the fact that she reached out or when I reached out to her, she answered back. I was so excited. Okay. So uh, I was lucky enough to go to the Driven event uh, with Albert um, and his and his wife, Syl. And while I was there, I went, I will tell you, I went and I said, I have to go and see Andy Frisella. And so I went to go see Andy Frisella and then this lady came out on stage and boom, stole the show. She's a dynamo. She's unbelievably energetic. And she just, I mean, she's out there saying, I'm going to make the world, the world into what I want it to be. And that resonated with me so much. I was like, I need to meet her. I need to meet Sophia. This is just somebody I need to have on the show and let everybody that's in the War Games group, the same thing. You need to be part of this. So the official one is that, Sophia has a passion for new opportunities, right? She went into business at a very young age. Her and her husband, Bobby, started a actual brokerage, a leasing brokerage. And what they did was they turned their less than $2,000 investment into a company they sold with a billion dollar valuation. So that's the one with the nine zeros. Okay, just in case I may have stuttered at all. So when you realize who it is and the caliber of person that is coming up on onto this stage to share with us, not only about her expertise at being the entrepreneur, but also being someone who can help you to keep your money and keep it going. Because you would think if I sold the, the brokerage and, and cashed out that I'd be done, but you can't stop her. She does travel a lot. And I know that because of Instagram. But when I look at that, I'm like, she is just taking no prisoners and she's going to own her section of the world. And she's probably going to lease it back to some of us 
as we go through. So, <laughs> Sophia Castro, thank you so much for coming on board. And I know I'm gushing like a little schoolboy over here, but I was so impressed with you at Driven. You were up on stage and you just killed it. And you have all of these names, the Tim Grovers and stuff, and you go, boom, Sophia came up and just knocked it out the park and, and left everybody realizing they can do it too and that you are a real person. And so I'll stop talking. But Sophia, thank you for coming on board to the War Games group. So, Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for inviting me onto this uh, War uh, Game uh, tribe that you have. And so, so honored that um, I'm able to be able to share my story and give the inspirations to other that you can do it too. If I was able to do it, you guys can too. So I'm looking forward to being able to give you my story, what's worked for my, uh, for myself and for my husband. And um, it could work for all of you out there listening right now. We could all do it. If you want it, you dream it, you get it. You could do this. <laughs> but thank you so much again for inviting me onto your show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you decided at a young age that you were going to jump in there and say, hey, it, the world is mine to take. And I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs have that mindset. And they go, I got to get out there and grab my piece. And then they get distracted. They go off and do other things. You've been able to successfully do it so many times. And that's what I look at and say, the wealth of information you're, you can share with us is so amazing because of that. And so when I look at that, now we got people jumping in. So Edna is out there saying, hello. Hello, we got Wendy coming in. So I'll try to limit the comments down below, but people will ask questions as they come in and we go through. Yes. But what I'm looking for is that tell me a little bit about how you got started. And then what is it for all of these entrepreneurs? Now, I got a bunch of entrepreneurs. We got a bunch of people that are sales professionals that are going to make money. What should I be doing with it? Right? How do I make sure I keep as many as much as I can? And so uh, I'll I'll be quiet, Sophia. Okay. <laughs> Work so, the magic. Yeah. yeah, no, no problem, please. Um, so I'm going to tell you, we started very, very young. Myself and my husband. I met him when I was 18 years old. He was only 22, um, and it was really we got started in business because of him. Um, you know, we both come from extremely humble families. Um, my parents came from Cuba in uh, 1959 with absolutely zero dollars in their pockets having no, they had no lang English language at all. They came into this world and they were like, we have to get away from what was going on over there. They came here and they had seven kids. So we were very humble. My mother had to stay home and take care of the children. And my father was hustling three jobs sometimes at a time. So when um, I met my husband, I had already dropped out of high school because I wanted to be able to afford my own things that my parents couldn't do it because they had seven kids. So I yeah. wanted to have my car. I wanted to buy clothes. I wanted to do things and I couldn't because they only had a limited amount of money. And when I met my husband, the same story, he had a lot of siblings. His father had seven kids. His mom had four with his father and the exact same story. They didn't even have enough money to pay for the bills and stuff. So when I met him, he's like, you know what? I don't want, I'm not going to be your normal nine to fiver. Um, I am not that guy. I am going to look for something else because I don't want to struggle like my parents struggled. 
And I was like, well, I don't either, but the only thing I know how to do is go work for somebody. And he's like, no, 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 forget that. I'm going to create my own business and I'm going to do things because we have to, that's the only way that I'm, that we're going to be able to, to get what we want in life. And I was like, okay, let's do this, but we don't have no money. We don't have any knowledge. We both had dropped out of high school and he's like, forget that we'll get the knowledge and somehow, some way we'll get the money. I don't know how, but it'll appear. And in his family, um, mental positive mental attitude, PMA was a big thing because that was the only way that they knew how to survive in life. That was the only thing that they could do. So I was like PMA and I was like, I thought it was very corny. I'm like PMA. Okay. You could, I could be positive, but that's not going to bring me anything in life. But as we went on, and me and him decided that we were going to go and venture together at that young of age. Positive mental attitude was the only thing that was really getting us through. And believe it or not, it was it was real. It was like, OK, we're going to be positive about this. We're going to we're going to know that we're going to do it. We're not going to just sit here and say, oh, we can't because we don't have this. So every day I said, my God, this is more real and more real. We started businesses they failed. If I tell you how many, I mean, we probably had six, seven businesses that we tried that they all completely failed. But every time we failed, it was a lesson. It was a university degree for us because instead of digging that hole and going into that hole and say, oh my God, we failed. This is not going to work. Let's give up. Let's go back to work. No, we were like, okay, what did we do wrong for the next step? that we could do it right. We could do it different. And those steps, I'm telling you every time, they were amazing. We just learned every step of the way more and more. It was better than the bachelor degrees and, you know, spending all that time in school. And I don't find nothing wrong with people that go to, you know, school and go to universities and stuff. But for us, it just worked out because we just took that and took those life lessons into action into a positive instead of into a negative. So with that, we continue finding businesses and we finally found a business that we knew nothing about, which was leasing, uh, equipment leasing. And we just went full force and put every effort and positive mental attitude into this business. And we were able to start this business that my mom lent us, my parents actually lent us $1,800 to buy a manual. It wasn't even a franchise. It was nothing. It was a manual that you needed to do yourself. You needed to read and move, you know, and try to do this. But my husband was working two businesses. And one of the businesses that he was working at was Better Business Bureau. So he approached that business that we wanted to buy that manual with the Better Business Bureau. And he became friends with the guy that was selling it. And being that personable person that my, my husband uh, is, he went in and the, and the guy just totally fell in love with him and said, hey, I'll buy the Better Business Bureau um, membership if you come work for me. And uh, my husband's like, you got it. I'll definitely do it that way. And my husband went in there and just started soaking up all that knowledge of how to get this business, you know, going. Cause it was, it was something that it was a real business. If you really put yourself there and put the work, it was not easy. It was a lot of work, but what, what happened was that we learned from all the other mistakes, what we had done wrong. And one of the biggest mistakes is not having knowledge 
of the business or whatever it is that you want to do, not having enough knowledge of it for you to be able to take, grab a hold of it and go full force on it. So knowing that he went into that office, worked with this gentleman, took and absorbed everything, every little ounce, even if it was little, he absorbed it, absorbed it, absorbed it so that he could get that knowledge so that we could then create this business and take it to the next level. Meanwhile, I was working at a medical office on during the day. And at night when I got home, I would take on all the, you know, the, the um, operational part of it, like doing the emails, but back then it wasn't emails, it was faxes and right. uh, typing them up in the type machine and, and getting all the stuff ready for him for the next, for the next day, for the sales calls that he was going to be making. So in between both of us being able to put in a lot of efforts into this business and take and absorbing all of the mistakes that we did from the prior ones and putting forth on this new business, we were able to create this business from zero. And I don't know, 20 years later, uh, being able to sell it for the $1 billion evaluation. So that you know, mistakes are your number one, uh, the best thing you could ever do if you, if you take them and take in all the knowledge and put forth with, with the, how to do it right. That's amazing. I'm going to jump in here. I told you I wasn't, but I'm going to. <laughs> so Sophia, one of the things I think a lot of people need clarity on when we look at that is the positive mental attitude. So I know some people sit back and they go, you mean, you know, rainbows and butterflies, and that's what you're thinking. And when I listen to you say this, and you're like, we got to be positive about things. But you also said every time we screwed up, right, we took it as a lesson and converted it into action. But you couldn't have done that had you had, if you had the crappy attitude that people go into today and they think, poor me, poor me. So like, for example, what was it that like you wake up in the morning, you got to have a positive attitude. I'm sure by now it's a muscle that you've already exercised to the point where it's you have to look to try to come up with a bad attitude. <laughs> right. You've got it so ingrained in you. That's there. What what are some things we can look at to say this is how I get to the positive mental attitude that will help me to see an opportunity because some people are so negative they won't see the opportunity yes so. and exactly the negativity that comes you have so much negative around you on a daily basis um you know money mistakes that you make people with the noise telling you that you can't do it um family members that tell you, you know, if you don't have the money or you don't have the degree, you can't do it. That's a constant because people, for some reason, live on the negative more than that they live on that positive thoughts. So what we try to tell a lot of people is block out that noise that's in this world every day, every single day of your life. You have so much negative around you where when you wake up, the first thing you have to do is affirmations of like, I could do this. I know I'm going to do this. I'm the best at it. I, you know, and I know it sounds corny. I know it does. I know it sounds like, oh my God, just because you wake up and you're going to be positive that that's just not going to happen. But if you believe it, if you live it, it's a living proof. Bobby and I had zero dollars, zero knowledge, 
And we have been able to create an empire for ourselves. And I'm telling you, everybody asks us, we don't have the magic. We don't have, we just knew that we didn't want to live the same lifestyle that our parents lived. And we had to look at life in a positive manner because if we didn't, we couldn't get there. So every day we would wake up and we still do this until this day, every day we live with the PMA all over our office. We have positive mental attitude every all day, every day. Um, when we look at things, we don't look at the negatives. We What we look at the negative is out. How can we create this to be over here on the plus side? So we try and look at it and say, okay, this is wrong, but we're going to create this to being right. And we don't look at the outside, the, the downside of it. Like we don't dig that hole, you know, and cover ourselves into that hole. We look at it on a positive way. And if you live, I don't know if anybody, you know, had read the, the secret, that book will teach you how to be positive and how to look at life at, on the rainbow side. And it, again, it's corny, but it works, people. I mean, I, I can't tell you any other way that Bobby and I have been able to make our success if it wasn't for us looking at life with the PMA. Fantastic. That's impressive. So you turn around and say, hey, we're going to sell off. But my business gets evaluated at a billion dollars. We say, boom, let's cash out and take it. But you didn't stop. You didn't say, okay, let's just live off of the money that we have, put it in the bank. Because let's be real, no matter what ma amount it is, the interest, you, you could live a pretty nice lifestyle just off interest. But in, in what I pick up in you is that, for one, I would know, uh, you remind me, my bride is the same way. You don't stand between her and the goal because you're going to get run over. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, and, and you're both from what I've seen, we're both wearing heels. So it's not going to be anything but pain for me to stand in between. And so the people that are in your way should get out of it. But when you look at it, what you, you came up and you said, OK, what's next? Right. What's next? Where do we go again to keep going? And then now you amass another huge company. And you've got you've got multifamily units of stuff that you're like, I mean, I think you, you're housing more people than the government when it comes <laughs> down to this. Right. And it's like, wow, how do we get to that point? And I, I understand having money makes it easier to make money. But you proved without money, I'm going to make money. So uh, to me, it has to be almost exponential when you say now we have all this money to go and put it to good use and come back on. But who do you know that can keep up with you and Bobby and your work ethic? You know what? So we have another saying um, and we have a saying that says stack and rack. We stack up our money and our knowledge and we rack it into an investment or a vehicle that's going to create wealth for us. So that's one thing that keeps us going on a daily. Another one is that we have this 100-year legacy that we want to create that's going to create generational wealth for our generations for 100 years. Bobby and I have this, this goal in our life that it's what fulfills us, that in 100 years from now, we want our great-great-great-grandchildren to say, you know, they call us, my grandbabies call us Mimi and Papa. 
you know, the Mimi and Papa were the ones that started this, created this generational wealth, this empire that's made us have this incredible life and giving us this knowledge of having positive mental attitude and creating success for ourselves. So that's what keeps Bobby and I going. And we're not done in life right now. We haven't wanting to give up because we're not where we want to be, where we set our goals, where we set our fulfillments of our lives. So that's why we don't stop. We could if we wanted to, right? It's great. Bobby and I could have gone on and we could stay and go to an island and live our lives and drink pina colada, strawberry daiquiris and, and enjoy the sun and travel the world. Definitely. We have been blessed to be able to create this empire that we did for ourselves, but we're not done. We're not fulfilled because we want that hundred year legacy. We want to be able to create, you know, the Rockefellers uh, yeah. legacy that they created. And we want that the Castro <laughs> legacy to be carried on. And for us, that's what fulfills us. And, you know, another thing that I have a fulfillment in life and Bobby does too, is that we want to be able to tell another Bobby and another Sophie that if we did it, you can do it too. And there's so many people out there that don't believe that they could do it because of this whole negativity or this whole mindset of people saying only the rich could do it. They're the only ones. It's not true. How do you think they became rich? Bobby and I didn't have a golden platter or a platinum platter given to us in a, in, like that. Bobby and I created it from zero. And you could create that too, all of you out there. It's just a matter of having a PMA and stacking and racking and really wanting this out of life, having a goal that is fulfilling because there's some goals that just don't fulfill you and you just, ah, whatever, you never reach them because they're not really fulfilling your soul. So for Bobby and I, we have a goal that's going to fulfill our hearts, our soul, and we want to give that out there. We want to be able to share because we come from absolutely zero and we've created this, I don't know, fairy tale story empire that is amazing. So proud of Bobby and myself. And, you know, I give us kudos because, I mean, like I said, we did. Well this deserved. Yes. Zero knowledge and zero finance. Fantastic. So um, we're coming up at 30 minutes and I know you've got a day scheduled as well. Here's one of the things. So you, and I, it's funny because in my notes from Driven, I have the stack and rack as well, because you had said that one too. But when you look at it and you say stack it. So I know a lot of people that are watching it and they're going to be watching the replay in the group um, know how to stack the money. They know how to make it, right? So if you had one tip to give anybody to say, okay, to rack it, you need to find the investment. You said you got to find the right investment vehicle, the one to go do. Okay, so let's say Sophia and Bobby, they start over. They now sit back and go, we got a, an influx of money. Where do I rack it? What is it I'm looking for to outpace inflation or to, you know, to avoid my taxes or things along those lines? What does, what is it that I look for? Okay, so that's a difficult one because everybody has something that they're passionate about or that they feel fulfilled on doing. For Bobby and I, since the day we met, real estate was our goal. We just knew that we needed financial means in order to create wealth in real estate. So what we found was a vehicle that was going to create that money 
for us to be able to later on create this empire in real estate. For me, real estate is one of the best racking that you could do because it creates cash flow. It creates evaluation of your properties. Just continue to grow no matter where the um, market is at. That's a tangible asset that no matter what, it will never disappear. No technology is going to replace it. No matter if the market is in a down or if it's in an up, it's always going to continue to come back. It's never going to go away. Everybody needs a roof over their heads. Real estate is never going nowhere. So for me and Bobby, that's been the best where we're going to rack our money into. But there's other people that don't really love real estate and they like stock markets. They like this big coin. You know, there's other investments that could bring you, you know, this empire that we've created. But Bobby and I, we created it in finance and in real estate. So it, it's just a matter of if, I, if you want my opinion, real estate. I mean, yeah. hands down, multifamily, um, anything that creates passive income for you, any kind of rental properties, you know, uh, where warehouses, um, houses, whatever it is in real estate to me is something that's always going to be the best investment that you could create. Fantastic. Yes. And your opinion is what matters. That's why you're on the show. It's, so, it's, what yeah. I know. it's how we did it. It's what I'm right. I could only give you advice on what we've done and what's right. worked for us. Right. Yeah. If you, if you came back and said, yeah, you need to go and sell these on the side of the walk. Right. It's like, no, it's Gary V telling everybody go garage sailing. And yeah. stuff. And it's like, okay, but that's not where the money came from, yeah. but it'll get you something. But no, I appreciate your time today, Sophia. You've been amazing. Again, you lit up the screen and, and shared from the heart, which is amazing. And I want to say thank you for that. And so um, I put down on the bottom of the screen, the Sophia Castro official, Com. Is that the right place for people to reach out to you? Yes, you know, definitely. You can reach out there, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, whichever one. Um, it's uh, the one in Instagram is official Sophia Castro and yes. LinkedIn. It's just Sophia Castro. Uh, Facebook, it's also Sophia Castro. So, yes, more than welcome. Please send me messages, any questions. I always love to answer being able to help anyone out there that's trying to do this, uh, you know, don't give up, guys. Always, always just keep going. No matter if you fail, just take your failures as a lesson. That's fantastic. And I would recommend on Instagram because then you get to see all of the, the benefits of her work as well as everything else. Because it's like, look, the whole family's on vacation. Look, everybody's here doing this. And so you get to see behind the curtain that, you know, yeah. real person. We got a chance to meet you today and understand Dynamo for a reason right? She's out there to, to take the world on. But again, what I, what resonates the most with me, Sophia, is the generational wealth. And so that to me is when I look at it and go, okay, that's why I said, so if you have the same goal I have, that's why I say, what would be the next thing, right? I do the show. I'm very selfish. I want to get my questions answered too. 100%. So, right? That's my so, why. That's Bobby's and I's why is our generational right. wealth legacy. It's It's what keeps us Keep that right. machine running. You're pushing, yes. <laughs> and so, and it'll take a hundred years to get there. So we're good. We got a lot of time to go after it. But thank you, Miss <laughs> Sophia. I appreciate you so much. Everybody, reach out. As I tell you all the time, 
I I'm reaching out to somebody. Why did I get reach out to Sophia? Because I was there. I saw her got to say hi at an event that I went to. So I chose to continue the relationship through social media so that I can then in, in get you guys the ability to also be able to reach out to Sophia and get to know her and get reach out to her. If you may not even have known who she was before, but now you know, geez, I should know who this person is. And this is somebody that is going to be a value in your circle, no matter where you get her to enter at. So I would say reach out to her, find her, and, and, and at least say hi and thanks for everything she shared. But Miss Sophia Castro, I appreciate you so much. And I want to say thanks for coming on. And uh, you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, Joe. And uh, thank you, all of you out there. Uh, looking forward to probably connecting on any of the social media platforms. Uh, don't forget, just keep on going. Don't stop. You could do it, too. Fantastic. Thanks. And as I end every show, everybody get out there and go sell something. So thanks so much. Bye-bye, Sophia. Thank you. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated.